Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hi, friend. How are you? We are so glad that you are here joining us today on the Business Reboot Podcast. Today's episode, we are talking all about when it goes right, when your business is everything you've always wanted it to be. And today's sponsor is... Today's sponsor for our podcast is me. It's Melissa Pepin. I'm a confidence coach for female founders, and I help women build businesses from their best, most confident selves. If you're tired of fighting procrastination, fear, negative money mindset, self-doubt, or overwhelmed by yourself, then support is exactly what you need. We have openings available now, and you can fill out my intake form right on my website at melissapepin.com. So excited to be here. Cannot She's the wait. best of the best, too, by the way. I just oh, need to give you thanks. a shameless plug. She's the best of the best. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate <laughs> that, friend. I, I appreciate it. I love you. But okay. We, I love you, too. But we are so excited to dig in because here's the thing. Uh, when we were working on the notes for this podcast episode, we were like, oh, my gosh, this is such an important topic to talk about because here's the thing. It's a lot easier for us to think about the negative what ifs in our businesses, but we should be leaning into the good what ifs more. Uh, When we're in a season of abundance and surplus, uh, are things just working out? Gratitude should be the posture that we hold. And I will be the first to say that I do tend to lean into like the what ifs. And I have had to work years and years and years, the negative Nellies, uh, like getting those out of my brain (laughs) of not saying, but what if this happens? But what if this happens? It's just a natural inclination for me. And I, as I've gotten older, have really just had to fight that, especially in business, because I can talk myself out of doing something big, hard and scary in about 2.2 seconds. Right. Or it just won't seem worth right. it. Right. It is much easier for for um, us to think about the negative. And also what's crazy about that is that we will be in a room full of 100 people and 99 of them will be praising us and talking about how awesome we are and how helpful we are. And then one person says something nasty and it'll just throw <laughs> us into a whole spiral, which is just it's trash, <laughs> trash, not a fan, not a fan. But also just thinking about, uh, you know, when you're setting goals, when you're working to grow a business. Like some of the unhappiest people are the ones who've hit goals, right? I think about the like gold medalist complex mm-hmm. where they say that the people who during the Olympics that that win the medals and mind you, this is hearsay. I've never actually. Are you speaking from experience on that? But... Go ahead. Tell us about your time on the podium. <laughs> speaking, I, need to know. I, need to know. I I won a medal at the Hillsman Middle School. <laughs> Uh, field day Olympics in 95. No. So, um, but wait, you, it, you know, it's, it's like they say wait, the people. On. Did you just say 1995? No. Okay. I'm not trying to show your age, Corey. Stop your talking. That's, I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you. you. You were not really in middle school in 1995, <laughs> were you? I think I because was. Because if you, way. if you say yes, I'm going to vomit. I graduated from high school in 1994. This is a problem. Oh, see, I graduated from high school in 2001. Look, mama, Look. mama, if you just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to okay, bail next. out, back Go out ahead. slow, Corey, back out next. slow. <laughs> I love it. No, but, but talking about people who have the goals and they get up there, it's like, if you've got your gold medalist, they're winning. Silver is saying, man, I could have just pushed myself a little more to, to beat the gold medalist. Bronze is just like excited <laughs> to be them. there. Cause they're like, look at me. I made the podium. <laughs> And then gold medalists are going, I, what if, if I would have just 
push a little harder or like, do I have to right. repeat what's this next? again? Like we, we don't want, right. What's next. We don't want that mentality. And so much of, of kind of capturing our thoughts and, um, you know, growing businesses that, that end up at this place where it's like, what if it's exactly what we wanted it to be? It has so much to do to do with defining success for yourself, not worrying about what it is for everybody else. Um, and, and making it such a personal, personal thing. And so we are just like, we want to talk right, and about I think it too. One of the biggest things for us to point out and to remind people is to don't let your success and your business be what defines you. Uh, it will kill your soul. Like I'm just going to call it like it is. It will kill your soul and skew your relationships with others and yourself if you are only identified through what you do for a living. And so that is a big piece right there is making sure that A, like you said, you're defining what success looks like on your terms, in your season, for your family, in your business, but then also not being defined by it. Like it's what you do for a living. And I think too, in the creative world, and Melissa, I mean, you can definitely tap into this too, but I think that we get so wrapped up in allowing our creative talents to define who we are. It's like, who would I be? And you definitely are getting ready to speak to this. I know who would I be if I wasn't a wedding photographer anymore? Who will I be if I lay this part of my business down to pivot into another? I mean, we both can speak to that from experience because that's what we've done. Um, But I think a lot of times that when you own a small business, um, it's so close and so personal because it's not going to a nine to five. It's something that you've created. It's your baby, if you will. And it's really hard to separate that out. And we want to encourage you to make it separate. Right. So we started thinking about things that that have happened in our business moments where we have looked and said, that's when everything was going right. And if you will listen to exactly how I just worded that, I said pointing to moments when it happened, which means you're not always going to be living in that. Like your business is cyclical. It's like a sales cycle, right? And I can tell you from past experience in uh, photography, from past experience in teaching and uh, hosting retreats and and being on speaking dockets to now being a coach myself, um, there are seasons where it's like feast or famine. And so I think the first big thing to know that we didn't even put in our show notes to talk about, but is to know that it, it, it is like an ebb and a flow. It is a beautiful harmony, ebb and flow of, uh, of really times where you feel like you're thriving. And then other times where you're like, this is a season of push, or this is a season of hustle. And so it becomes more of a balancing act than anything. But for me, I was thinking of two different moments in my career that really, um, felt like things were going right. And the first was when my, my daughter, you guys know, she's a gymnast and, um, she's been taking my money for (laughs) 11 years, <laughs> but, um, but when she decided to start competing, now, mind you, she was five. So it was, if there are a lot of five-year-olds, I would not trust with that decision, but she was one that I would, because she knew exactly what she wanted and she asked for it. And she went out there and she did killed the same it. Thing. But when she did, but when she decided to start doing that, I thought about things from my own past, my own childhood. And my mom was a single mom who worked two or three jobs to make sure that we were taken care of. And it was just me and her most of the time. And so, um, you know, I knew that that required sacrifice on her part. She had to miss games. She had to miss meets. She had to miss things. And I didn't, if I could help it, I didn't want to have to make those sacrifices as well. And so I decided that that year she started competing, I was not going to book weddings during her competition season. Well, if you know anything about gymnastics, (laughs) competition season is like January to the end of May. Do you know when prime wedding season is? Uh, It starts in about March and it goes till about October. 
And so was I really willing to give up half of a season so that I could be at those meets? Yeah, I really was. And so I decided I was only going to book weddings on the weekends that she didn't have big meets. And um, that left me two dates, two dates. And so I just kind of laid that fleece out and said, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. And I got inquiries for those two weekends. One was um, in Texas, I believe. I had to fly there to shoot that wedding. And the other one, I think, was in New York. And so we went and we did it. And I just felt like I have mastered the balance, which is cute that I thought that the <laughs> one thing was mastering the balance um, of home and work. And I could feel really good. And it felt like things were going right. And then the other situation was when I started coaching about a year and a half, two years ago, um, I booked a $18,000 worth of contracts in one month. And it was one of those moments where I said, this was obviously like an ordained step for me to take because it didn't fully make sense. But the women who I was going to be serving, they knew it. They had been a part of my client journey for years. They'd been watching and seeing and gleaning from things that I'd been doing for years um, outside of the coaching capacity. And they knew that they were ready to jump in. And at that moment, when I looked at my books and I was settling into getting these contracts started, I just felt like, you know, it feels like I'm doing the work that's important. I'm doing the work that's going to make me feel fulfilled and that's going to serve these women. Um, and it's going to provide like this feels like everything is going right. I love that. Uh, and, 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 and you did it. And I'm proud of you because those are, those are big goals, big pushes and big wins. And we do have to pause to celebrate those things because so oftentimes it's like, check the box. I did the thing. And now what's next? We are looking past the goal that we just accomplished and achieved. And so, uh, I'm proud of you for that. Just by the way, friend. Oh, and I know for me, when I decided to push the gas on branding, um, because it was a passion of mine, and I knew that I could help fellow business owners um, build out the pieces that they were needing, uh, it exploded. I turned down the dial on a couple of areas in my business. I closed off a couple of things that I was shooting, um, like families and that sort of thing. Uh, and what I love about it is because I had built a community and we've talked about this before on the podcast that follows us throughout our business journey and they're here for all of it. Same with Melissa and her coaching clients. Um, now mm -hmm. I'm able to shoot, teach and coach with, which brings it full circle back to my teaching foundations and education. So if you had ever told me years ago when I walked away from the teaching classroom that I was going to come full circle and I was going to be teaching again in my love and passion in the realm of business and photography and branding, I would have been like, there's no way that's possible. I don't even know how that's going to happen. But it did. And it feels so, so right. And the more I push the gas on it. Look at God. Look at God. Look, look, at God. look, 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 do look, it. look. And you <laughs> know what? And I trusted. I trusted my talent. I trusted my gut. But I also trusted the, the calling that was on my heart that it was time to do something else. I also saw a gap in the market um, here locally, but also nationally. I saw that we weren't talking enough about it, that it's a different genre of photography. It is a different way of looking at just a couple of smiling um, at your laptop shots. <laughs> There's so much more that goes into it because how are you mm -hmm. going to use these images for building out your content? Um, the branding visuals are just as important, if not more, dare I say, as the words and the copy for your branding. So anyway, that, that's a whole separate episode. Um, but being able to step into this new season and know that my community was here for it and they showed up for it, um, it was it was just a huge gift. And being able to go where my interests are and being able to fill in the gaps in this industry has been the biggest blessing. And I'm in a good flow. 
and I just keep going. And so that's one of the things, that's, that's one of the that's things right. that has been like, when you know, it's right, keep doing the, the darn thing. Right. I love that. So just to like, give you guys a couple of ways to tell when you're in the good season, when you're in the everything's going right season of your business, um, when it's becoming everything you've always wanted it to be. I feel like there's so much pressure behind that phrase because it makes it seem like you're just living in abundance in every capacity. And that's not always true. It doesn't mean that you have millions of dollars coming in and clients coming out your ears and all, all the other things. It just means that whatever it is that you're doing right then it is feeling good and you feel like you're thriving in your business. Right. And so we want to just kind of give you a couple, uh, like three indicators of how you can know and what you, what you can do within those, um, those points to continue to thrive in your business. And the first one is exactly what Corey just said. You're in a good flow. It feels good mentally, physically, spiritually, like you feel like you're excited to get up in the morning and work on your business. And it doesn't feel like you're having to you know, push rocks up. Right. And Melissa and I were talking about this earlier and I was like, you know, when you hear a song on the radio, I'm like, you just have to dance. Melissa and I have a couple of those. And if you're ever with us in person and that song comes in, it's going to happen. Well, let me, let me just, let me just tell you a little story about Corey Frazier here. So we're in Charleston and we're at the business reboot retreat and we call an Uber, right? We get on the app and we schedule an Uber because we just did not want to drive. And our driveway was like 50 cars deep full of the women who were there. And so we get in there and the, the guy, he says, can you pick a song? And so I was like, I, I didn't know. And Corey's like, you pick the song. So I was like, okay, uh, you know, Girls Run the World by Beyonce. And he puts it on and all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's go. And he pushes a button on the roof of his car and a disco ball comes on and the volume is at like 10. Okay. <laughs> it is, it is 10. And I was like, okay, sure. And so all of a sudden I look and Corey is in the front seat next to this man that we do not know. And myself and our friend Ashley is next to me. And we're just like, wow, what an experience. And all of a sudden Corey is like, caterpillar rave in the front seat. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't know. But then it became the most. It was like hands in the air and I just don't care. Like, I mean, we were doing the thing we were doing the thing we also have been known to like strike a pose in a dance in chipotle as we're ordering because the song came on and it was just so good so that's that's what we want you to to tap into is that when that song on the radio comes in and you just got to dance it's the same thing in your business when you're like i am in my groove look at me i mean y'all really you would not want to look at me right now but I'm well, just that's i'm gonna tell y'all it's something okay so one of the other points that we want to make is you have created margins in your business that allow allow you to serve in very big ways. Doors opening for new opportunities. Um, there's space to always create new offers. Um, practicing generosity, being able to serve in ways that don't require a payment. Um, and also it's a time for you to be able to test new ideas. When you have some bandwidth, um, you are able to test the waters because here's the thing, everything that you put out in business, like let's just break it down and be real honest. Everything you put out in business is not going to be mind blowing and like grade A. There are things Trash. that you're going to put out that you're like, well, let me go back to the drawing board and um, ideate that again because that was trash, as Melissa would say. Um, so when you are in a good flow and when you are doing all the right things in your business, you actually have some bandwidth to work to work within. I love that. And okay, so we're saying these are ways that you can tell 
you know, that your business is everything you want it to be and everything's going right. It's when you're in a good flow, when you've created margins. And then the third thing is that you have security and watching it work, right? Fear is removed from what's on its way to come to you. The excitement of growing new things and knowing they're going to work. It leads to just this confidence because you've done it once and you can do it again. One thing that our friend Ashley has said to me, I mean, millions and millions of times is, um, you know, don't worry about how much money you're going to make or how money's going to come because it's not like your skills are going to depreciate. It is not like your skills are going to dissolve. Like they are still there. And as long as you have your skills, you still have your abilities and your ways to make money. And so I I feel like that when things are going right, um, and you know, it, it gives you a chance to go. I feel like anything else that I create, I'm going to be able to run with, and I'm going to be able to do this all again. And you guys, just the counter to this, the counter to this is all the negative what ifs, right? All the negative what ifs. What if it doesn't work? What if nobody books me? What if everybody hates it? What if this flops? What if I get embarrassed? What if I, I just think that that focusing on what you do when things are going good is much more productive, not just for your mental health, but for your focus and growing the business. And so that's why we're saying like, how, how you will feel when this business is growing and, and the things that you're going to be able to create and how secure you're going to feel when you start to watch it work. Like those are the what ifs you should focus on. You know, what if everything pans out? What if I book clients and they are booking my highest package and I have to create another offer so that there's ways for them to spend even more money and even more investment into what I'm I'm creating and selling to them. What if, um, you know, I get asked to be a part of opportunities that I never saw coming. And that's why we just wanted to focus on this part today, but it leads us into just the very last thing. And that is, what do you do once you get there? What do you do once your business is everything you've always wanted it to be? Well, the thing that's going to happen is that it will spark creativity for you to think of what's next. And so creativity breeds creativity, breeds breeds creativity. And with those of us who have those creative minds, um, we can be not just finishing up the the success thing that we just did. And we're already on to the next thing. We talked a little bit about that earlier. I will say that there's a caveat here and a little warning that Melissa and I are going to pop on is fight for contentment. Be content with it just being good right now. Be content with feeling that security and leaning into it and watching it all work. Sit back a second and like pat yourself on the back. Um, you know, relish the hard work that you've put in and that the time you've been able to give yourself as it's all working before you go and create the next thing that's going to take up more time, more attention and more of your maybe peace of mind. And I'm going to speak from experience and call my own self out on this. Um, I am a three wing two. I thrive in a work mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she don't, she don't say yes. Um, we ain't got no hobbies at Corey's house. We ain't got no hobbies. Nothing. Everything's listen, a business. Ask me, ask me how many scrapbooks are not finished. I mean, I, I have a few. Um, Same. But truly, I that is my go-to. I love to be in that work mode. And I have to really fight that sometimes. And I have to go back to be content with where you are right now. Don't be three steps ahead, creating the next thing, and you're not able to enjoy where you are right now. Um, so that's something that yeah. we really have been focusing on as we've been building out the reboot. It feels like it's been 10 years. It's been less than a year. <laughs> it's just, it, which is, it is crazy. so crazy, but we also are really good at reminding one another to sit back and go, wow, look at 
what we've been able to do. And yes, we are looking at the next thing, but we also are really focusing on being content with where we are and allowing that creative spark to come in when we have the bandwidth for it, but not just to be creating for the sake of creating. Um, that's something that I think we right. in this industry in, in these industries tend to to thrive on and we drive it home too much. Oh man. I remember when I just started coaching, um, again, it's been almost two years and, uh, it was like, Oh, I need a new offer. It's a new season. I need a new offer. I need a new offer. And I had a friend say, can I ask you why you need a new offer? And I was like, Oh, I don't really know, but I think that's what I'm supposed to do. And she was like, okay, well run with that. Thanks. Um, and it went nowhere because I couldn't think of a new offer because I was still getting my feet wet with the offer that I currently had. And so I think that when we talk about contentment, that sounds like boredom to some people, but I'm telling you that is like the sweetest spot you can get to. And when Corey said that we kind of combat that urge to create new things, by, um, you know, celebrating, that is something that I can say wholeheartedly a thousand percent, as Lori would put it, that, um, that celebrating has been the way that we have, have, uh, remedied that natural, like get up and go next, next, next thing for ourselves. Um, because we, it requires a pause. It requires us to say, let's celebrate this. And it's going to take a minute because it can't be just, you know, wave your hands in the air and, you know, clean a champagne glass and let's get back to work. Like it, it requires talking about it. It requires telling people it requires getting other people fired up, get fired up and excited and pumped up with you. When we were at the reboot, um, and this was so like just the last story, but it was my, one of my favorite things that I I'm going to core memory screenshot of this, but we were, um, it was the very first day of the podcast launched and we have no idea. We, we don't, we didn't at the time, we didn't know about numbers for downloads and all the things just felt arbitrary. Like it just felt like we don't know what's happening, but we know that we're called to put this information out. And so we had loaded the the stuff. Uh, Zach had taken care of so much of that for us and we get the thumbs up, everything's live. And we log in just to check our like statistics the first day. Um, and it probably like 10 AM, maybe it was 9 30 AM. And, um, we look and by 9 30 AM already a hundred people had downloaded the episodes and we were like, what is happening? What is, what is this? And we were like, is this a lot? And all that that looked like to us was that's a hundred people that we've been able to serve. Like that's incredible. That's so huge. And so as the day went on, all the, the women who were, we were at the retreat with were like, Ooh, what's it at now? What's it at now? And when we got ready for like our lunch party and a celebration dinner for the last night of the retreat, I put my laptop on a table and I realized that the women were going through and they were just clicking refresh throughout the night. And at one point, Corey walked by and it was at 169 downloads. And she said, Ooh, we're going to hit 200 mm. tonight. And I was like, okay, sure. And so the next thing I knew, we started telling everybody, Oh, we're going to hit 200 yeah. tonight. Do I need to remind you guys that these number were, numbers arbitrary. were arbitrary? They meant nothing to we us. Don't know. We don't even know what they mean. They could mean nothing. And it didn't matter because at that point we were like, Ooh, we're going to hit. So then as the night went on, by, I think we hit 200 around nine o'clock, but it was like 859 yeah. and we had hit 199 and we were like, okay, we're going to put on our company song and we're going to put on, uh, we're going to grab our confetti poppers. And we watched as these women who we had been talking about this goal for with, with us, like we had been talking about it. It was a goal that we just invented two hours before. Cause again, didn't it didn't, we didn't know what it even meant. And, um, as they clicked the button, we let them click the button to see if it had rolled over to 200. The reactions from these incredible, mm -hmm. amazing women 
they jumped up and down. They screamed. We popped confetti. We, we started crying. We don't know why. We don't know why it didn't <laughs> like. I don't. It was. It was just cool because we were like, "This is people we're getting to serve," and how amazing. And it was so emotional and so cool. But the next morning, when we did our kind of exit um, uh, conversations with these women, we said, "We want you to see that this is what happens when you are doing." business uh, and it is going the way that you want it to. And you have a moment that's big and pivotal and you want to celebrate with people. When you share the excitement for the goal that you're heading towards, look what happens. It catches on like wildfire. And the thing that you're celebrating becomes something that other people are celebrating with you. And so it just was the coolest moment. And I'll tell you the only way, the only way that you're going to get to experience those kind of moments is if you are not constantly pressing for the next thing. You have to be able to pause and take focus and plan out a time to celebrate even the smallest right. wins because one step forward is still so much further ahead than no Exactly. And I will also piggyback on what you just said is that um, allowing others to come in and um, be a part of your community, invite them in, invest in your community, you're investing in them, they will be there to cheer you on, whether it's a big goal or a small goal. Um, but doing business with others is so impactful for all the things. I love it. I love it. Okay. We hope this episode has been so impactful to your heart. We hope that you are pushing and grinding and doing just temporary hustles to do your business in a way that is going to make everything run right. We we hope that you realize that those times of it feeling right, um, they may not be an everyday occurrence, but they're absolutely worth fighting for. And um, we're just really like grateful that you're here. As we close this out, we just want to remind you that we have the Business Reboot Mastermind coming up. It's going to be in January. We're so excited. Um, it's a six full month program of mindset and strategy work aimed at helping you grow your business, aligning yourself with purpose, making more money, and having time to build a life that you love while growing a business that you love too. You can find out more on our website at businessrebootforcreatives.com or slip into our DMs on Instagram at businessreboot. This mastermind is going to start January 4th and we've still got a few seats left. So we would love if you would join us and sign up to get support for your business in 2023. You can do that by going to our website at businessrebootforcreatives.com, clicking on the mastermind tab and applying right there. We can't and we wait. are so appreciative for you showing up today for this and we will meet you here again next Wednesday. Bye, guys.